Hi, it's Jess from Soleil Design Studio. I want to talk through how to build your brand identity. So a brand identity is a unified system of elements that when pulled together are the representation of your brand that customers see. So your photography, logo, colors, fonts, patterns, all of the visual stuff. Just like your personal identity makes you uniquely you, your brand identity is that special source, as some call it, of your business that sets you apart from every other person on the block. And brand identity design, it's what shapes your company. When we see a brand for the first time, we make fast assumptions about that brand and whether or not to trust it. Within the first seven seconds of meeting, we usually have a solid impression and some research suggests it only takes a tenth of a second to start determining traits like trustworthiness. If design isn't your forte, it can be hard to understand all that's in that decision-making process behind combining these elements together to create that look and feel. But I'm hoping that through this podcast episode, you'll be able to get more of an idea on what that really means. So really nailing your design is nailing your brand identity and is building a successful business that's accurate representation of who you are as a brand. So how exactly do you nail your design and your brand building um, and how do you take your business to that next level? Well, firstly, let's look at logo design. So a logo is defined as being either abstract, pictorial word, letter marks or emblems. When working with a designer, you usually receive more than just one version of a logo as well. This is based on scale. So you really need to ensure that your logo is adaptable and it works on a small icon on a phone all the way up to a big billboard. Abstract marks are used in icons to convey ideas that are subtle yet memorable if connected to a meaning that makes sense to the viewer. So Nike Swish is an example of this. Word mark is a stylized word designed and customized in a way that makes it unique to the brand while being legible by the viewer. So Google is an example of that. Pictorial mark is another version of an icon that is a literal representation. So think of Apple logos. To be successful, they really need to be simple, memorable and relevant for the audience or market. Simple as it should be something that someone can actually just draw by hand. Memorable as it needs to stand out enough and relevant within industry. It's important that people recognize where it fits. Shape is the second um, thing to be considering. So this is the way designers form patterns, illustrative elements, graphic elements, um, containers for images, even stylization of icons and page dividers. So if you look closely, shapes are everywhere in design. So I'm gonna break it into three different types of shapes. Round shapes like circles, ovals, ellipses, they're all about warm and fuzzy. So brands that incorporate round shapes, they really are wanting to bring feelings of community, unity, and love. The rounded edges can be viewed as feminine as well. Straight edge shapes like squares, rectangles, and triangles make people think of strength and efficiency. So no nonsense lines, creating a feeling of stability, trustworthiness, but also that you need to be careful. So if these shapes aren't balanced out with something fun and dynamic like the colors they can feel a bit impersonal and they can fail to really connect with people straight lines have their own implications so vertical lines suggest masculinity and strength while horizontal lines suggest tranquility and mellow vibes the third one we want to look at is color so every color evokes emotion you'll notice it when you walk into different colored rooms it's actually considered a lot in interior design there's a whole thing on room color psychology and it's something that really affects your mood and your energy levels. So if you walk into a very bright, you know, yellow or white roomed wall, then you might have a little bit more energy. And if you're walking into a room that's very dark um, and a bit more moody, then it can feel a little bit more like it's draining. 
Red is a color of passion and excitement. It's a perfect choice for loud, youthful, exciting, in-your-face brands. Orange is another high energy color and great if you want to appear friendly and playful. It's used less commonly than red, but it also really does help with that standout. Yellow is a color of sunshine and happiness. The cheerful vibe makes it a very good choice if you want to be fun, accessible and affordable. Green is incredibly versatile and it can be used for just about any kind of brand. Culturally though, you think about two things when you think of green, usually it's money or nature. So if your brand is tied to either of those things, then green is a specially good choice. However, it can be used a lot in anything health related. So sometimes it's good to steer into other directions. Blue is the most universally appealing color on the spectrum. And blue can really help your branding appear more stable and trustworthy. So if you're looking to appeal to a wider audience, if you want to really build that trust, go for blue. Purple is a color of royalty. So if you're going for more of a luxurious feel in your branding, then purple is definitely a great option. Pink is definitely tied to femininity. It's also a great color for any brand that wants to be a little bit more soft or luxurious. Brown is perhaps the least used color in all of branding, um, but that could be used to advantages. If you are looking at standing out in a different way, it's definitely more of a rugged or masculine color. Black is something where if you wanted to be tied to being more modern or sophisticated, um, it's definitely a classic color. So fonts, there are different types of fonts. The most common fonts being serif and sans serif. So serif has thicker ends used as a more of a trustworthy traditional type of font, whereas sans serif is a bit more modern, sharper, sleeker. Um, there's also a range of display and script fonts, which are a little bit more stylized. So script is usually cursive handwriting and display is, it's kind of its own thing. So each display font has its own specialized element, whether it's an unusual shape of the letters, outline, shadowing, or more of an artistic hand-drawn edge. Voice is the next part that I want to talk about. So how you look and how you talk needs to align. Two aspects to consider are function and expression. Function, function meaning you convey the right information, which really helps people understand expressive is your personality. So considering your tone, whether it's more casual or professional, how do you want to sound? How do you want to come across to people? And then that just leads into a whole bunch of other things. So when you start getting into, you know, print and digital, there's their own rules around that and the best sort of approaches, industry standards for that. For example, packaging. So if your product is a physical one, then product packaging is really key in attracting the right customers. Whether you're thinking about a bottle or the mail that you're going to send to a customer or whether you're an e-com business and it's clothes related, don't underestimate the value of good design in improving the experience. So both driving loyalty and repeat purchases. Packaging is an awesome opportunity for your design to shine. In summary, your brand identity is what sets you apart and shows your customers who you are and what they can expect when working with you. And if you want your brand to be perceived in a positive light, it's crucial that you nail your brand identity and create designs that accurately portray who you are to your customers. So that is a bit of a summary on brand identity. Let me know if you have any questions on that and I'm happy to go into it a little bit further. Thanks for listening.